and welcome to the Glossy Beauty Podcast. I'm Sarah Sperkfeiner, senior reporter for Glossy Pop, where I cover the intersections of fashion, beauty, and pop culture. Once a month, I'll be taking over the podcast from Liz Flora to talk to celebrities, influencers, and other guests impacting the culture of the beauty industry. I'm excited to introduce the latest guest of the pop edition of the Glossy Beauty Podcast, Patrick Ta. The celebrity makeup artist got his start at age 20. His first celebrity client was Shay Mitchell. Today, he regularly paints the faces of Gigi Hadid, Sydney Sweeney, and more. Plus, his brand, Patrick Ta Beauty, is sold at Sephora. It recently launched shade extensions of its popular Major Headlines blush. Next week, it will launch its third eyeshadow palette, the Major Dimensions 3 Matte Eyeshadow Palette. Over the past few months, Ta has built an impressive TikTok following, 1.2 million, in addition to his 3.4 million followers on Instagram. He's also traveled from Paris to Miami and all over Los Angeles to glam up top influencers and document the process. Perhaps most notable has been the content he created with Alex Earl in her Miami dorm room. In this month's pop episode, we talk about building a celebrity clientele on Instagram, Ta's cheeky shade names, how the Kardashians changed the game for makeup artists, and more. Hi, Patrick. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, Sarah. I have not seen you since, I believe, March, when I can pretty much unequivocally say that you made me look the best I have ever looked in my life. <laughs> so Honestly, it was, so, it was so much fun doing your makeup. <laughs> thank you for that. Before we get into all the fabulous things that you've been up to in the past couple months, um, I want to make sure that our listeners know a little bit about how you got to the point that you're at today of, you know, not only being a celebrity makeup artist, but also, you know, having a a blockbuster brand that goes viral and doing master classes around the world. Um, so, you know, and, and and you're very young too. So how how did you get started? So um, I started my journey as a makeup artist back in Scottsdale, Arizona, and I used to work at a Mac counter. It was truly something that I was so like interested in. Um, I had just come out of the closet and I came out when I was 20. And obviously when you're in the closet, you're like, oh, like I don't like girly things. I don't, I don't. No, I, I don't like makeup. I don't like hair. I don't like interior design. I don't, I don't like cooking. I don't like all these things. And when I finally came out to my friends, I feel like it gave me it, it gave me some sort of like push to allow myself to like show interest in the things I actually like loved. Like I like I I was really into interior designing. I was really into um honestly trying to make everything around me beautiful and back then like when you were hired at a mac counter it meant like you were an artist like everyone wore black and like just for me to have that like recognition of feeling that I like belonged to something was honestly like really special to me because it felt like I was finally good enough to like do something and or be a part of something I moved to Los Angeles um 11 years ago and like within like the first like like year or two, I met like one of my first celebrity clients. Her name was Shay Mitchell, 
And she really, she really like kind of paved the way for me and my career. Like it was, there's, a, I think that there's a difference between working with someone that is famous and working with someone that you are a fan of. And I was a complete major fan of Shay because I loved Pretty Little Liars. And um, back then, like I, I can, I can cl- clearly remember like getting it, getting a email from like her publicist. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to change my life. I even called my mom and um, and I told her, I was like, like I feel like something is happening. And um, I did her for a, a red carpet and I worked with her for quite some time after that. I, I actually just ran into her at the Barbie premiere. She looks so beautiful. Um, but yeah, throughout, throughout my career in Los Angeles, like, it started off by doing weddings, um, just doing a lot of like my girlfriends, whether it was like just for going out or um, the weekend or honestly just to make content. Like I feel like the reason why I continue to make content to this day is because I think it's so much fun. Like I like it's always been something that I really love doing. I really believe like when you when you love something and truly like stand behind it, somebody else will too. Um, And I'm never the the type of person that will just do something just to do it. I, I want to really feel again. And and honestly, I feel like I'm so lucky that I'm able to like, I am able to be in a line of work that I have so much fun doing so like when people say like, oh my God, like you work so much or you're doing all this, it's like, but like, I want to be here. Like I'm, I'm like fighting, I'm fighting to be here. I want to be on, on, on the jobs that I'm doing. I want to be a part of like these creative, like, um, moments or like, just like, like the process from start to finish. Like I like doing it. I don't, I don't, I don't want it to just like stamp my name on something and say like that, that it's there. Like I want to be. I think what's different, like, I, I mean, I think what's different about me is, like, I, I love seeing something from the start and seeing how it ends. I have so many follow-up questions. First of all, going back to the beginning, we'll, we'll work our way chronologically. You know, you mentioned when, when you were in the closet, you know, not feeling like you could indulge in some more feminine things. Th- that makes me wonder, how did you know how to do makeup when you got to the MAC counter? I definitely didn't know how to do makeup. Like it, I remember before I got hired at the counter, I would go into the mall, like almost honestly, like every single weekend. And I would just like look around, like walk around the stores and like um, even like Sephora, because I feel like there are so many different, like just like brands there. But when you're someone who is just starting off at doing makeup, Makeup is like really expensive, and for me, like I like I used to like honestly really have drugstore brands in my kit, and there was one other makeup artist in like in Arizona that I like really looked up to, and he had all this expensive makeup like Chanel, Tom Ford, Dior. I'm like, I'm never gonna buy that. Like that's just so expensive, and like, I think it's um, for me to be able to be able to have like a stock room of so many brands now is like so crazy to me but I definitely wasn't and I still like don't think that I'm like the best like I feel like I'm always trying to practice or 
try new things. Like my, if there are any viewers that have like followed me, like from my very like humble beginnings, like my makeup style has constantly changed, mm. whether it goes from really heavy to really natural to the in-between to heavy again to now like I'm on like this super fresh kick. Like, so maybe like when I did your makeup like four or five months ago, I wanted to be like a semi-glam, not full glam. Well, it was perfect for me. And I think that's probably one of your strengths is, you know, being able to match the client and their vibe. Another thing I was thinking about as you were talking is I've been reporting on beauty for more than a decade and so many, you know, powerful, successful people in the industry started at MAC, um, you know, and, and talk about the significance of that. And, and you talked about how it gave you a place that you felt like you belonged. Why do you think that is like, why is MAC such a special place to begin a career in the beauty industry? What MAC was back then was something, again, like they were known for their artists, like they let all of the people that work there when you like walk by a store, like you could tell like people had full makeup on and like that was like the, that, if you didn't do and have a product and a brush for every single step of your makeup, you were not doing makeup. Like I wanted five steps to carve my eyebrow. I wanted six steps to do my under eye. I wanted all these things like that meant you were like a true artist and like, and that's what, and that's how I learned too. And that's why I feel like my makeup when I first started in in, in LA was like very heavy because I felt like I needed every single yeah. step in order to finish a look, um, which isn't the case. Like you can do so many things with so many products now. And um, that's why I feel like I, I like love like the duos that I have too in my brand yeah. um, because for someone who doesn't know anything about, about about makeup and they go into a store with someone who is like, this is their job, like, you're going to listen. Like, because mm. I, I mean, that's what, that's definitely what, what, what I did. But now, obviously, there's so much like information and education and content out there that I feel like it's so much easier to learn about product and learn about makeup and different yeah. styles and different that I feel like there's just so much more, there's so much more information than when I first started. I, I remember like there was only one highlighter out there like back then. I'm like, oh my God, I need this highlighter. And now there's hundreds. When you were posting and creating content back then, was that primarily on YouTube? No, I started my, I started everything off on Instagram. And I think what I have always been really like blessed with is the amount of girlfriends that I have. Um, when I lived in Arizona, I I surrounded myself with women who... I felt like allowed me to feel confident in my own skin because like again when you're in the closet you're trying to hide away from like all this all like the like you don't like if you like put yourself in like a room full of straight men like they're gonna call you out so like you just put yourself in a room full of girls and you're and and like you're just one of them so um I it it having like the women around me like allowed me to again move into like this like this line of work that I didn't think was work because it was so much fun hanging out with my girlfriends and um, because I had so many like like women around me like it just gave me so many canvases to like practice on mm-hmm. and if I have photos of like some of the friends that I did back then they would they would like I feel like they use it as blackmail because I like I, I put some <laughs> raccoon eyes on people I put bump bits <laughs> in people's hair like it was a full thing with like to look like 
extra back then. Going back to, you know, your trajectory, you know, I always wonder about this with celebrity makeup artists. You know, you get a big break somehow. And you said, you know, Shay Mitchell, you got an email or a call. How? <laughs> like, how does that just happen? How do you go from the Mac counter to doing Shay Mitchell's makeup? I think how I looked at social media back then is like, I used to be able to like see like whoever, like who like followed me or I would go on to like certain celebrities pages that I like really admired or really wanted to work with. Like, oh my God, like, oh my God, she started following me or like, and I feel like if someone starts following you, it means like they show some sort of interest. And I feel like getting a follow back then was maybe a little bit easier than, than it is now. Mm. Um, but I really feel that back then, if I had a client follow, or if I had a celebrity following, like, they would eventually call, like, they they would eventually get in mm. contact somehow, like, whether it was through DM or it was through their publicist. So social media, social media was key. Yeah, social, yeah. Okay. Yeah, social media was definitely key. Okay, amazing. So social media, like, like I feel like um, when I first moved to Los Angeles, there was, like, a few articles, like, written about me, like, that it, it was like wow. like selfie made like self made but selfie made because I would always take photos with my clients. <laughs> okay, okay, amazing. So okay, between starting to do Shay's makeup and launching the brand, what happens? I know at some point in there, you know, Gigi Hadid becomes a loyal client, but tell me what else happened. So much has so <laughs> yeah. much happened. From, I know like, that's so a big much, chunk like, of time. From Shay, from Shay to the brand, so much happened. Like from there, um, I started my career doing a lot of like reality stars. Then I really like set like set my mind to like I want to do actresses, and then I set my mind to I really want to do models. Then I set my mind to I really want to do I really want to work with artists and like working with every single person is such a different type of experience. Working with a Working with like an with an artist is so different than working with with a model mm-hmm. because like working with the artist, they are their own boss, and there's no one else that 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 controls them. Mm. Working with an actress, it's like they don't want to look a, like a certain way because they're playing a role, or they have like a production theater, or, or or they have like a production company that is like they have to be in time for or do this. It, it's, and then working for a model, it's like you put on whatever you're, you want to put on them because like they're a canvas and they're there to perform a job and it was like so much fun being able to juggle all different types of I guess clientele because um it allowed me to like figure out what I what I like to do and what I don't like to do um like I personally don't love um I love doing like red carpet I love like that instant like gratification of seeing my makeup on um on like Getty images or like seeing it on social media, like right then and there, like rather than doing like an editorial and like you like you don't see the images to like five months later and then you forget about it and you don't you don't even want to post about it um, because I don't like I I I I I love doing makeup for like sometimes for no reason but sometimes for like the right now. So what happened in between is I met Shay, then I started getting follows from like a bunch of different celebrities. I met Gigi Hadid um, at a party actually, and one of my first times doing her her glam. I actually did her hair and her makeup, and 
It was for one of her first red carpets. This was like when she had like 200,000 followers on, on Instagram. And now she has like, what, 70 million. But like, this was like at the very beginning. And um, yeah, from, from what I was saying, from working with all different, like, different types of people, I started working with like the Kardashians and like working with them was su- such like a, like a magical experience because like they were, I truly believe that they were the ones who like paved the way for artists to get recognition because they would be like glam mm. by blah 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 yeah. or makeup or hair by this and it started this whole trend that it would like it kind of put us like artists onto like a pedestal from with other people that's really interesting yeah i'm so grateful for for that experience with them and like they're they're like a family that gets makeup every single day so i would work with like different um different people in the family five to seven days a week. And like, that was my life for almost like five years. So like, and I, and I, and I loved it because there's a difference between like doing makeup on someone who loves makeup and doing someone who just wants to get ready, that needs to get ready. Like they truly enjoyed the process as much as I did. Like Mm -hmm. they cared about the finished look just as much as I did. Um, And like sometimes like there's certain clients that like they don't really even care about makeup or they don't even care about like, they're like, okay, cool. It's great. Like, or there wasn't like there's no like there's no like inspiration or passion or thought process like behind like the whole entire project or like there's just like even going to dinner like with like the Kardashians it, it's like I feel like you, they made you feel like you were doing something with like that had purpose mm. and like doing what we love like being able to be creative like like having input in 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 something because like as like a makeup artist a lot of us like we didn't go to college we we didn't go to school like this is this is like our this is what we love doing so um yeah but then like i think i i've i've been really lucky to be able to work on so many different types of people like i've worked I, i mean so so many different types of celebrities like i've worked on rihanna um J-Lo, Katy Perry, Ariana Grande, Dua Lipa. It's like, it's just, it's so, it's so, it's so crazy for me because like when I, I, when I remember like when, when I first moved to Los Angeles, like whenever something big would happen to me, I would, the first person that I would call is my mom. I would call my mom because like when I, when I moved to LA, it was like, I just went over, I mean, I, I just went through, um, having like a bankruptcy from from having my tanning and nail salon. And so so I already dropped out of high school. I didn't go to college. I came out of, of the closet. Now I had to, I, I failed at like um, a business that my parents still do to this day. Like my mom does nails and my dad does construction. And like they, 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 they were the ones who helped me put my whole salon together and just to be able to like have a failure with that too. So whenever I would have something good and something exciting happen to me, I would call my parents because like I'm doing something right or I'm doing something, I'm doing something that like, like hopefully you are proud of. Yeah. Um, so at what point did you decide, you know what, I'm going to launch a brand and I ask that not just to continue, you know, getting the chronology of your career, but also, you know, in the context of of knowing how crowded the beauty industry is and wondering, you know, what your thoughts were on, on you know, not only am I going to launch a brand, but I feel that 
I have something different to say with this brand and to bring with this brand that isn't out there, even though there is so much makeup available. I've always had like a, um, cause I grew up speaking Vietnamese and I went to like a American school. I feel like I always had this like speech. Um, I like, I, I would stutter or whenever I, I would get nervous. But like, I think like when I speak about makeup, I feel really confident within it because I can actually say like, I think I know what I'm talking about. So I, I speak very, very clearly and I speak very proudly because it's something that I've worked from 12 years ago to, to now that I, I can truly say that I'm like, I'm proud of, of like where I am. Um, but I think I wanted to create products that allowed women to feel just as confident and beautiful in the way that they allowed me to feel. I think, I think it's, some, it's something that is like so cheesy, but like, it's honestly so true. In a few minutes, I want to, you know, talk about some fun social media stuff. But before we do, for people who are not lucky enough to be as familiar with the brand as I've become, what should they know about what makes it different? And and what are what's like a hero product that everyone should know? I'm super excited about this question is because for people who don't know me or know anything about like my artistry, like I feel like I live between the lines of a makeup artist and some sort of like influencer. And I feel like my worlds constantly collide. Um, and that really shows within my product as well. And a lot of our products are duos. We have creams, which like represent me like being this artist. And I have the powders, which is like, that full Glamazon started off at MAC, like I want to put makeup on everything and being able to find, I feel like who I am today. Like I'm, I feel like I'm, I am the in-between. I'm like, I love doing wearable, wearable red carpet makeup. And to be able to kind of like pick and choose or combine the two, um, a lot of my products, are duos and they allow you to pick and choose like however you want to feel that certain way or if you want to layer if if you want to just wear the powder or just wear the cream um so one of my hero products um would probably be my blush duos and i'm like so proud to say that they are 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 my blush duos like um it was an idea that like was already happening within my artistry that we just put into like one pan. And um, I think that 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 people um, maybe who don't know me or or have followed me, they, they don't they they probably just think that it's a powder and a blush together. But the the reason is because like I come from like two 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 worlds. Like Instagram makeup is so different than like what you would see like a actress wear. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I, I love both. So why not have both? Amazing. So the brand is now four years old. And I think it's from what I've heard and from what I've seen on TikTok, this has been a big year for you in terms of sort of stepping up some marketing initiatives and also stepping in front of the camera. 
you've done TikTok collaborations with some of the biggest names on TikTok, um, Alex Earl, Bretman Rock. Tell me, you know, how does that come to be? How does one end up, and correct me if I'm wrong on some of these details, but how does one end up in Alex Earl's dorm room doing her makeup? How did that happen? So I think um, in the beginning of January, we 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 brought on a bunch of um, we we brought on a lot of like team members to the Patrika brand, and there's a lot more brains behind the <laughs> brand now than just than just like oh like. I want to do this. I want to do that. I feel like there's more, like there's more brainstorming that happens. And I think that um, we, I have such a great, like strong team now that we're able to bounce off ideas off each other. And um, I think because like I am still to this day, like a working, make I'm a full-time working makeup artist. Like, and we're constantly traveling around the world. Like you don't have like, I, I feel like I don't I don't have time to always like put my ideas down onto like paper and I think that the influencer like collaboration idea came from um, I just wanted to 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 share like what it was like in like my normal life like what it is to be a makeup artist like behind the scenes kind of like because I think when when TikTok first came around my clients didn't really like grasp onto it right away. Mm. Um, and it wasn't like, a, it was just like Instagram, like, ba- like back in the day, like people, when I, when, when, when I first started posting pictures of my clients back then, like 10 years ago, it was a complete no, no, like publicists don't, don't take pictures of the people. And like, now it's like such like a normal, a normal thing. And I think that's honestly like how I felt within, with TikTok too. And two people started getting like familiar with it. And now it's like, I honestly personally didn't even understand TikTok. Like in the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm never gonna do this. This is, this is like so hard. I feel so old. Like, oh my God, I'm getting old. Like, um, I feel you. But I think I found my voice on it and it's so much fun doing it. And I think that anyone that is trying to get into any sort of like space, like just try and like just dive like right, 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 right into it. And like what what makes a difference is, is like you can't have other people do it for you. You need to actually get on the app or mm. get on whatever you're trying to do and like do it yourself and try to figure out like what like what it is that you like about it. And it will make the process like so much more fun. Like when even like when I do videos now, like I find myself feeling filming them so quick because like back then I would like I started I started working with like Addison Ray and like Dixie like when they first started getting famous on 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 social media when like at at the beginning of the pandemic I was like and I would watch them make videos I was like oh my god I have no idea what they're doing or how they're like even editing these things or th- these transitions and now I feel like. I like the other day, like when I was in, in, in Paris, I had like um, some like agents like just watch me make, make content of like my clients. They're like, what the hell are you doing? Like, and I, for me, it was like, so it was like, it's so easy. And there's so many people that are so much better than me, but I like the way that I'm doing it right now. And, and I feel like that's all that matters. And you're dancing with the master classes in, uh, <laughs> in around the world. So yeah, you're a they're master super easy, now. They're super easy. They're super easy dances. No, I can't do the hard ones. <laughs> what, tell me though, what was the, you know, what was the strategy behind that? Cause you know, I, I, I 
think you had to travel quite a bit to get to these influencers. They live in different places. How did you get, no? I've been honestly having so much fun, like creating content that like, it's, it's been really easy to, I think, meet other creators. And um, it's honestly like, I feel like, I hope it like looks organic because it truly is organic. Like we're not paying any of these people to be in videos with me. It's like, there's like some like relationships that I've had before. And um, I just like, I'm, I'm still learning this, this app. Like I think just as much as like anyone else. The, I know that like the video of you doing Alex Earl's makeup got, you know, 5 million views. I would assume that is great for, you know, growing brand awareness and potentially sales. Uh, did you see a spike in sales of any particular product or followers um, of either your TikTok or the brand's TikTok? Um, you know, what's been the impact of this strategy? I can truly say, like, Alex honestly has made me fall in love with um, TikTok. And she is honestly, like, a big reason why I even, like, I kind of restarted. Um, I feel like she shined light onto a different way to use um, the app. Because, like, in in the beginning for me, it was all about, like, dancing and, like, doing these Mm. dance videos. I'm like, "I'm, I'm too old for that. Like... And now it's, like, I get to actually showcase, like, what I do in my work. And this is actually, like, it's me traveling. It's me doing makeup. It's, like, us, like, it's real conversation that is happening within that process. Like, being a makeup artist is such a personal thing. You're standing, three, like, like less than a foot away from someone's face you've had firsthand. I'm in your face looking at you, and you're, and you're looking right, right, right into my eyes. It's, like, what else do you want to talk about? Let's get personal. So I think it's... I think all these all these moments are it's different filming filming with different people like it's like they're real moments. So are you going to continue this strategy, you know, it doesn't regardless of what influencer, you know, I'm just curious um to what extent, you know, you doing the makeup of different on different influencers and showing that on TikTok um, is proving successful for the brand. Is that a strategy that you guys plan to continue with? I think regardless of strategy or not, like I'm doing TikTok the way that I'm doing it right now is because I honestly have so much fun doing it. And my clients are having so much fun doing it with me. Like Gigi doesn't have a TikTok, but whenever weekly I'm now, she's like, what TikTok are you making? It's like, she she gets to live that, like that, that, that fantasy through like, I just went to Disney World for her birthday. We like, I was like, let's make this Disneyland TikTok, and we did a whole entire production. It was like, probably so embarrassing. Like, but we had so much fun doing it. So like, I don't even want to say like strategy. I'm just doing like what I'm having fun doing. Interesting. So I know you have some new launches, um, and they're color extensions of the blushes. I believe. What are what are you guys doing to get the word out about those? So. Um, I have a I have a new collection called Major Moments coming out and like the story behind this collection is getting ready is more fun than going out and I truly feel that sometimes like I truly feel that like the process of me getting ready with my friends or me getting ready with, with my clients and the glam team is more fun than the actual red carpet or the actual party that you're going to is because like 
life is all about like creating memories. Like the memories that you're going to remember are the ones that are gonna like the 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 ones that you're going to remember are the ones that are usually more more meaningful rather than like taking a photo. It's like the conversations that you're having, the laugh, the laughing. It's like, um, and all these moments, like you have to be in person. You have to actually talk to each other in order to create this. So I have um, three new blushes. She's wanted, she's giving, and she's flush coming out. And we have some other lipsticks and 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 lip creams coming out together as well. And it's just shade extensions of just very wearable, like wearable um, everyday colors. And I think that. I really want to have this feeling get across is like, I didn't go to college, but I definitely had, I feel like a college experience because I had so many like girlfriends, like back in like when I was like 18 to like 22, like those, those years honestly, like will never happen again. Like being, you being able to see your friends five days a week, every single week, oh yeah, like just doesn't happen anymore. Like when all your friends are together, it's like, it's like, it's rare if it's even like once or twice a year that all your friends get to be in the same room or same, same state. And honestly, Alex like made me like, like she like reminded me of like that feeling of me with my girlfriends getting ready because when I went to go do her makeup in her, in her apartment, all of her friends sat on the bed. They were laughing. They were taking photos. They were like, they were all like a part of the process. And Mm. it just reminded me of me and my friends and, um, so this this campaign, I want people to remember that and just to cherish those moments. Like it's like it's not it's not that serious. It's fun and and just really live in the moment. Your brand always has some of I think the most fun uh, pro- shade names in the business. What where do those come from? Um, so they all, it, it all started off with like it was just me and like the way that I talk to my friends like. Or just, like, when I get excited, like, our first products that we launched are um, these body oils. And, like, um, the body oil is something that you put on, like, at the very end of, like, a makeup, um, like, a makeup session. It's, like, we had, I had, like, a dream, a moment. I'm, like, oh, my God, you look like a dreamer. This is a moment. Like, this is, this is, they've all been just sayings that I say. And I think it's, like, the evolution of. I think my own personality and I wanted I, I wanted to incorporate that into the products too because like when you wear something you feel something. So like um I have like I have like a really beautiful shade coming out called She's Wanted. It's this this like deep burgundy bitten berry wine that I am so excited for because like for me it's like it's something that it's like it's so like different. It, it's it's supposed to like mimic like the rush of blood like underneath your skin or like when or like when or when you like pinch your your cheeks um i don't know it's there i just want to i just want to make it fun and then really one of my last questions i know you know these launches are shade extensions of an existing product but is there anything you can you know preview to us or tell us about um some of the things that are coming next from the brand yeah, I mean, I feel like I always give away everything. And, and <laughs> Good beauty editors love that. <laughs> I'm super. We have we have um, another like eyeshadow palette coming out, um, but we have more more lipsticks coming. Out. I think people are gonna really love these these lipsticks and lip creams. Like the colors are so beautiful, they're so wearable, and um, 
again, it, it shows the, the transition of like my artistry. I launched with like all nude products and all like browns and everything. And it's the colors are changing. Amazing. Great. Thank you so, so much again for being here and joining us on the Glossy Beauty Podcast. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to the Glossy Beauty Podcast. Our theme music is by Otis McDonald. Please don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Liz will be back next week.